Good evening. Welcome to the Laughing Monkey Music Show. Terry Bob Byron. Byron is from God Forbid. How are you? What's up? What's up? I'm doing all right. <laughs> excellent. Excellent. I'm psyched. You are the man. You're, you're, you guys are back on the road. Not on the road. Touring. Uh, you guys played out at least. What, yeah. We have a couple of shows lined up. That's, that is awesome. I mean, first time since 2012 or 13. It's been a while, right? Well, I mean, technically, yeah, we just did a show in September at the Blue Ridge um, Festival in uh, Virginia. So, like, that was the first show in 10 years. Well, that was my point. I was going to ask to know the new one. What was it like? I mean, that's 10 years between being on stage with the band. And I don't know if you've done anything else between then. Have you been on stage prior? Uh, Well, I've been on a stage prior to that. But it was, uh, I got on stage with Bad Wolves. When uh, yeah. they came to El Paso, uh, Doc had asked me to go up there and do a song with him and uh, the former singer Tommy Vexed. So I did it. And it kind of it kind of made me miss it because I had yeah. I've been offered plenty of times before that and I never did it. But, you know, I, I did this one. So it kind of reignited the flame, so to speak. That's awesome. That's awesome. So. Over the time, what happened with everybody? You guys have been keeping up with music or doing side projects? or Because obviously you guys oh. sounded great. I saw the clips on live. And you guys sound great. It wasn't like no one lost their chops. Yeah, you know, I mean, it, it, was, it was okay. <laughs> you know, considering it's been 10 years. Uh, me, personally, I completely left the music industry as a whole. Like, I went back to school. I got my degree in HVAC. So I've been doing that for the past seven years so yeah that's what i did that's a good gig that's a good got gig. Married. yeah you know i mean especially in texas it's always oh hot here so i'm always employed that's like me i'm it people always yeah. want you well people always want air conditioning and their computers fixed <laughs> exactly the two most important <laughs> things in the world today comfort and maybe, maybe. intel that's right. I was going to say maybe air and like water, but <laughs> yeah, I mean, we can, you can get water anywhere. That's you true. Know, That's if, true. If you need some water, you can drink a beer. You'll get a little bit of water. <laughs> That's awesome. Um, over the time, did you guys keep in touch at least the band members, like friends? I mean, I imagine you guys uh, have some kind of bond. Yeah. I mean, we, we've been in touch, you know, uh, obviously uh, myself and Beaker have moved into the private industry. And then um, Corey and Doc still uh, stayed in the entertainment industry, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, but uh, we keep in touch, like, throughout the time that I've moved, like, I've gone to New Jersey a few times, and I saw a couple people that I hadn't seen in forever, Um, you know, but uh, for the most part, I mean, that's pretty much what it is, just everyone's doing their own thing, living their own lives, you know, trying to make it the best they can for themselves, and the people that they care about around them. So actually, because you were what, New York based, New Jersey, you're, you were like pretty much the tri-state area, right? Yeah, we were a Jersey based band. Um, and, uh, you know, we did that forever. We all lived in Jersey and then eventually some members moved out West to do other things and continue their lives. And some stayed in music and others didn't. How does somebody go from from being in uh, New Jersey area 
to Texas out there so hot. How are you? How did you not melt? Like, I'm I'm up from New England, and I went to school down south for for a brief period of time. And it was too much. Uh huh. Well, I mean, my family is originally from the south, so when I was younger, I would go to North Carolina during the summers, and you know, it's my second home. So I was kind of used to the heat. I didn't know exactly how hot it was going to be coming to Texas, but I knew it would be hot. And I've been to Texas quite a few times when we toured. So, I mean, it, it just felt like the perfect place for me to be. And plus, my wife and my kid were here. So it just made the most sense. I would say so. That's awesome. Um, so what is, so now, how did, you, how did this get back together? You, you, you and, and Doc had connected, and then from there, it just kind of the idea went about to, to do this reunion thing, like? Um, actually, well, I mean, we've always been connected. It's just, uh, there were opportunities prior to this one, but they were further a few years back when I was still in school. And yeah. I didn't, at the time I was, I was too busy. I told him straight up, like I, I had more important things to worry about which was my family and securing my place here in Texas. Mm -hmm. So, you know, there were, there were opportunities, but they were never ventured upon or whatever. And then apparently, you know, someone came to him recently and proposed it and he brought it to the band. And I guess everyone was in a better place, so to speak. So the idea to entertain it became a little bit more valid. Good. That's awesome. If you get both things, you can have your your side career and do the music. It's you know the best of both worlds for you, you know. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just about having fun to do the songs right. to to play with the band again. I mean, I don't really see a full, so to speak, quote quote, comeback or anything. You know what I mean? It's just the way of the world right now is just too difficult to be putting yourself in that position to have to rely on certain aspects of that career to be able to yeah. take care of your, your responsibilities. So, you know, in that in the grand scheme of things, that's never going to be. So if we pop up here and there, you know, you know, I suggest people make the most of it and take that opportunity because, you know, this whole flow, full fledged touring thing is just not a reality. <clears throat> I don't think it's a reality for most people. Most bands are just doing flyouts now. It's just the cost and everything yeah. else is too much. Yeah. Well, flyouts, you know, I mean, it would be awesome if that's feasible, but, you know, it's it's a different time. It's a different place. It's a different world, you know, like, I honestly, like music has somewhat taken a backseat for the world as a whole. You know, a lot of people can't afford, I guess, what you would call expendable cash, you know, like the whole economy right now and everything going on, the whole COVID hit, like everything is a little crazy. So everything needs to be planned out precisely in order to make things work. Agreed. I think, and it's, it's interesting because we're watching how it's unfolding now as, you know, as COVID is, you know, things are more open. I can't say it's going back or coming back. I don't know. Point is, yeah. though, things are more open. Band, more bands are playing out on the road and they're kind of feeling it out the situation. You know, the shortages of this, going into winter, people get sick again. It's like, it really is, next couple of years is really going to kind of set the pace, I think the new touring or playing out of music yeah. or any kind of things you know what i mean because if it hits well, music it's going to hit sports you know anything anything we're on people yeah i mean i saw the thing what they're trying to do like uh, i guess that uh, the virtual Ozfest thing 
with the whole yeah. meta metaverse and all that. I mean, they're really trying to push, in my opinion, keeping people in the house, but giving them that uh, 3D experience, the fake yep. 3D experience. But I mean, it's a good idea, but I don't really see it working well for music in that realm because, you know, a lot of people, they want to go out and they want to see, you know, the musicians that they love and the people want to meet the fans that they love and stuff like that. So, I mean, it's, it's a good idea in theory, you know, but I don't know how far it's going to go. So, well, I mean, opportunities, you got to make the best of them when they come. I agree. Well, rock and metal is definitely more of a, of a, of a, pe- of a people sport. You know, the rock and metal community is, is probably, and, and I, I know there's been studies on it. It's like the most, most open community of people that accepts everybody, you know. And, it, well, and that community is a big part of it. Wow. Yeah, I mean, it's becoming more accepted now. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't always the case, but you know, things change. People's minds open up, and uh, the ability to interact with things that aren't the usual seem to be uh, what's occurring now. Right. And during the time, and so you were totally away from music. Were you like, like digging some bands and stuff, or check going out and seeing shows at least? Oh, I, w- I would I would go to shows. I would come out to shows when, like, friends of mine or other bands I was interested in seeing would come to town, you know. But, again, like, my, my work schedule is so very crazy. So if it's, like, a lot of things I would have to plan for to go see, you know. And I would go out to Arizona sometimes or Albuquerque because it's not too far. It's, like, four or five hours yeah. is normal for me. But, I mean... I definitely kind of stayed on the fringes of the scene just to see what was going on and how things have changed. But, you know, I mean, actively being in a band, I I didn't partake in it. I I had people, you know, ask me to help them with projects or join a project with them. But I I had to tell them, honestly, it's like, yo, I can't, I can't afford to do it because I would need to get paid because I have things that, take precedent and I didn't want to jump into it for money because if you do it for the money then it's not going to work you know what I mean so it's like it has to be pure so for that reason it has to be pure for me in order to be a part of it so for that reason I, I had to decline I respect that and that, that's what my curiosity is like if you're in a band and you're such a creative force for so long and then you're not you know at that point because some people are like when they're done there have been musicians yeah. that just, they're done. They, they'll sell all their gear and they, they don't do music ever again. No one ever hears from them. And some people are like, yeah, I still listen to music and I still do it as a, as a, as a hobby or, or for fun. I just couldn't do it at that point in my life, but it's still that yeah. desire in me. So I was just kind of curious how it was, you know, burning inside of you. Like, was it, you know, the flame was still there. Just, you know. Well, different. sometimes you just got to grow up. You know what I mean? Like being my age and like, it's different. Like if I was living in my parents' basement, okay, then I could do music <laughs> forever, but like I don't have that option. So I have to make sure that I can put food on the table and pay my bills, you know, which is the most important thing that you can do as an adult. And, you know, for a lot of time in my younger years and former years doing the music, I sacrificed a lot, you know, to make it happen. And at this point in my life, I'm, no longer doing that because at the end of the day no one's going to take care of me but me so i have to do what's yeah. best for me i got mad respect for you it's good that's what you, that's the perfect attitude but with that being said and, and when there are pockets of time you guys are playing 
is there a chance you guys are going to start maybe writing a song here or there, throw a new song in the set, like kind of like baby steps, not a full blown tour or a full blown album, just kind of, you know. I mean, if there's a market, if there's a market for music from us, then we'll entertain that when it comes. But as of right now, I don't really know. I can't really speak for others, but I mean, it wouldn't be hard to write music again. It's just making sure that the music portrays the God forbid spirit as well as then and moving forward into now. You know what I mean? It has to be a proper presentation of God forbid. Like we just, there's, it, it, it can't be shortcuts to make shit happen for uh, financial gains because that is just, again, stepping on the wrong foot. You know what I mean? It's like, we all got to be into it. We all have to do our parts wholeheartedly and be there in the moment to make that God forbid magic. And then you got to keep in mind, you had four younger men's minds to writing songs to, to four older men's minds that all want to be on the same page when you printed that music out because you're not the same guys, you know. Yeah. Thought exactly. process 10 years later. <clears throat> exactly. You got to mean what you feel. You can't be saying something that's just not you anymore. Yeah. You know? I mean, that's that's the biggest hurdle, you know, trying to still love what you do, but be true to who you are. And that, that's always, that's a battle for anyone of any age. You know, so. when you're older, you get a little bit of wisdom and you see the world a little bit differently. And then you add family on top of that. And then people who have families and little children that they need to take care of, see things more differently than people who are just living by the seat of their pants, doing whatever they want, whenever they want, without anyone to, you know, interject in their lives, so to speak. I, I agree. I think what's happened, I think with COVID, a lot of bands that weren't always, that were just always touring and had kids and stuff or family, they were so yeah. used to being on the road. They weren't used to, they didn't get it. Like they weren't used to like how much it was affecting their family. And then they're home else and they're like, oh my God, I don't think I can go back on the road again. Like it's- yeah. It's definitely it's definitely a whirlwind, you know, when you're always out and then you can't be out, you kind of feel a little awkward. But then when you're out, you feel awkward because you've always been home. So yeah, it's a catch 22, you know. Well, I think it's better to be home for the kids and, you know, write the tunes when you can. Definitely now, especially now after COVID, you know, like kids are kids have it hard enough right now trying to uh, assimilate with each other. Because everyone's like trying to have them be spaced out, wear the mask, you know what I mean? Afraid mm-hmm. to go anywhere, you know. It, it's just it's a different it's a different time we live in right now, and it's very unknowing what the future holds. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> it's true. It's true. True. So, so what shows are you guys talking about doing? You have some things coming up, or? Uh, we have a show January sixth at the Starland in New Jersey. And then January 7th, we're playing uh, Worcester at the Palladium. You know, those are our two, those are our two most friendliest markets for when we first started. Like those were the ones that gave us the alley-oop and like, you know, the actual help to get us up off the ground. So we're going to do two shows and then uh, we're playing uh, Lamb of God's Headbangers Boat Tour Cruise or whatever you want to call it in uh, October of 23. So that should be pretty awesome as well. You know, we'll get like a to vacation. See, uh, yeah, I mean, as much as a vacation as it can be, you know, we 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 still got to be on our toes. You know, especially uh, not being in the light for ten years. There's a lot of competition out there. 
You know, you got Lamb of God, you got Shadows Fall, you got Guar, you know, Fit for an Autopsy, which is a new band that's amazing. Those dudes fucking shred. Um, I'll have to check them out. I haven't heard of them. You know, Lacuna Coil, uh, yep. Mastodon, Hatebreed. Like, yo, there's there's a lot of heat on that boat, man. It's going to be fucking hot. It's, it's, it's a good thing that we're in the water because if it gets too hot, you know what I'm saying, you can jump <laughs> over and cool off. But, yeah, it's going to be some serious shit. That's awesome. But but you'll be a lot of friends or the bands you like to see. Plus yeah, be, I mean, know. definitely. I mean, they're they're all fans and they're all friends and fans and family. You know, uh it's the metal family, man. That's what it's always been about. Like brotherhood of other bands, helping other bands and like growing down and having a good time, you know. But at the end of the day, when you hit the stage, it's every band for themselves. You know what I mean? You gotta fucking put your foot in and make sure that, you know, you're you're remembered. So you're just not a flash in the pan. Well, from what I saw online, looks good. I'll have to check you out. I mean, Worcester is not that far away from me, so I might have to make that show. I'll make sure open my calendar and come down to see you yeah, guys. Just, support you. I'm just hoping there's, that the weather's good, man. You know, because uh, January in in Massachusetts, man, is like yeah. uh, be unforgiving. Uh, it, it can be. That's why I'm glad I can be. I can be a uh, Zoom IT. I'm, yeah. I'm glad weather days in New England. New England. <laughs> yeah. Seriously. I think it's pretty sketchy out there. Um, yeah. Cool. This is awesome, man. Um, so as far as that goes, I mean, it's a real slow build. Are you going to do like a website or, or can people reach you on, on, the, on your Facebook page or is there going to be any kind of um, a little, a little more like a media presence so people can reach out to you or the fans? Uh, well, we have our, we have our God forbid, uh, uh, Facebook page. We have a yep. God forbid official at Instagram. Um, we have a link tree set up for merchandise on those pages and there's there's okay. a couple other media outlets that dudes are on you know like me personally i haven't really done too much media right now just because like i've been trying to get my shit together and live my life but you know i mean i tend not to be out there too much because like you know i'm a recognizable face so i try not to leave uh the possibility for incursions in public with me when I'm with my family. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, I love the fans. I I appreciate the love that they've given us throughout the whole time from while we were active to the inactivity to going back active again. So I do appreciate the love, you know, it's just sometimes when I'm with my son, like, and my wife, like you got to back up, give me space. You know what I mean? Because I'm responsible for this. And, yeah. and, you know, and, and I think fans, anybody listening to us or watching us, that's a, that's a perfect example to say, look, you know, if somebody's with their family, they're not performing at their, their, their shows. It's like a job, but it's a fun job for, for their, their yeah. family. It can be, and it can be scary for a family, for a young child, to have some people come running up or, or anything. I mean, it's, it's a lot and, and kids and, and, and your spouses and your, and your, your, your family deserves to have a regular, quiet, separate life. So, so anybody's really big a fan of the band, you know, just realize that and catch him at a show or, or, you know, yeah, reach out to I mean, on Facebook or something. Yeah. When I'm, when I'm solo, it's not a big deal, but again, right. like when I'm with my family, it's a little bit more private time, but like, I, I get it. You know, I mean, there's the opportunities to run across people that you admire or love their music, you know, are few and far in between. So when you get the opportunity, I completely understand it. You know what I mean? But like at the same time, be respectful. As long as people are respectful, then there's no issues. But, you know, when the respect is the little 
Quasimodo, he needs to uh, step back. <laughs> no, and I think it's not just for you. I think people, it's a good discussion to have, you know, in the world of, of like with COVID or even the flu or anything, you know, you don't need people running up with germs on your family and your kids. Those yeah. are your, 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 you know, your things. You have to take care of them. It's two different worlds, yeah. you know? And yeah, then, but you know, I love, I love my fans. Like I said, man, like it's, I'm, I'm not saying any of this to be harsh or anything. I'm just, no. that's just how I live right now in my life. You know what I mean? I'm like, kind of trying to get used to the idea of people running back up on me. It's been a minute. You know, I've lived a daily life, a, a normal life, a normalcy. And sometimes the people I work with, I work with like, is this what you used to do? And then they find out and it's like, oh, it then turns crazy. And it's like, yo, like, yeah, that was me. I did that. It's cool. You know, but I, I'm just humble individual, man. Like, I, I'm no better than anyone else. I just saw an opportunity, went for it and exhausted it as far as it could go so you know I, I that's what I tell a lot of people if it's something that you really want you got to go after it you know you can't accept a no just do it I mean because you'll never know how far you'll go if you give up so you know stay focused and try and achieve your goals man live your life that's that's the most important thing that's what I'm doing that's great I have one last question for you how do you keep your voice up it's insane. I can't even, I was talking about that to my kids that we were listening to you and I said, and we're listening. I'm like, I'm like, I don't know how people can talk about guitar plays. I'll play guitar and I get that they're so hard. You can never be that good. But I'm like, but with a mm -hmm. voice, it's so different. It's so different. And to be that, and to be able to perform at that level, no matter what's going on is hard. You know, it's a whole other animal. Yeah. I mean, I can honestly say I'm fortunate. Uh, God gave me a gift. Um, my mom helped me harness it. Um, my wife and kid are my biggest critics. So, you know, I have to practice day in and day out, you know, I don't necessarily have to go hard, hard, but I do need to practice. And, you know, the more I warm up, the more ferocious it becomes. So let's just say that. <laughs> you probably but, you know, have a dad with the best voice at a sporting event or get in the house for dinner. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, you know, I, I don't, I don't know. Like, I honestly, like that, that was one of my fears stepping away for so long that, you know, because I hadn't used it, you know, yeah. in a period of time. So I wasn't sure if it would be okay. And then, you know, I started doing these little video clips right before Blue Ridge, you know, just to see where I was at. And, you know, it sounded okay. And then the wife got in my shit and was like, yo, that's, that sounds like crap. So she just pushed me to go harder. And then my kid, you know, was like, dad, you could do better than that. So, you know, that, I that use that. Awesome. That's awesome. To get me back into it. So, like, the voice is here. Um, it'll definitely, by the time January comes, will be more ferocious. And then, uh, you know, by the time the cruise comes, I'll probably be back at the level I was at when we stopped, if not better. And we'll see how far it goes from there. I'm thinking about maybe changing some things with it to make it a little bit more uh, brutal. I've seen some these younger guys, and uh, they got some brutality, yeah. man. But you know, what I'm saying I need to let them know, you know, where, uh, you know, you got, you got, you got to work for it if you want to be, you know, at this level of insanity. <laughs> and that's no disrespect to anyone, you know. No. When they see it live, awesome. then they understand. In a world of, of of laptops and keyboards and backing music, it's it's refreshing, you know, to hear you're you're practicing and working at it like all other bands, you know. So, 
Well, you have to, man. You know, you can't, you can't, you can't depend on technology because that's when technology will take a shit on you. So you have to make sure that you are physically capable of doing what you need to do and think of all that extra stuff as like nuances. You know what I mean? Like it, it adds to what you already have, which is a cool thing, but don't depend on it because if you do, you know, you'll run into situations where it doesn't work and then you're fucked. So you got to do what you can be the best you can be and just keep moving forward with it, you know? Awesome. Those are words to live by, you know, for the fans, our musicians want to do it, practice, keep your head down, be a good person and work it, yeah. work your craft. Don't, you know, don't be lazy about it, you know? Definitely not, That's man. It. It's too, it's because there's too many phones out there. <laughs> you know, know, there's too much video. See people seeing you being lazy. Like, man, he yeah. didn't sound like that yesterday. Like, yeah. So, yeah, you got to, any instrument that you play, man, you got to take it seriously and you got to work with it and keep working with it and make sure that, you know, you are the best representation of your craft that you do. So, you know, when you're gone, that's the only thing that's going to speak for your presence is what you were able to accomplish. Yeah. Perfect. Well, I, mean, I want to thank you for being on the show. I'll, I'll put the link underneath here so we can check you out and check out your shows you guys do play out. Right and, on. Uh, and keep the updates going. This has been awesome. Well, thank you for giving me your time. Oh, uh, no problem. Thanks for, uh, you know, bringing me out and, you know,